Come along with us as we discuss our heritage for our legacies. Welcome to our journey. Hey everybody, this is Michael. This is David. This is Keith. So uh, today's Sunday sometime in the last, last weekend in April. Mm-hmm. 30th, last day of last April. Last day of the month. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, last week we went fishing. Me and Dixie went on our anniversary trip. And these jack legs called me to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we we did catch some fish on mm. Monday. Um, that's why they wasn't biting because it was Sunday. Bluegill. Yeah, that that's what Grandpa would say is <laughs> you didn't catch any because you was fishing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep. yeah, we caught some monster bluegills and filled up two gallon ziplocs. Uh, we got a long ways to go feed 100 people but yeah that'll feed you and jackson yeah probably <laughs> but uh, a couple of more trips like that and you could feed peanut yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh no we had we had fun um i finally got her up there in the in the right fishing hole and it was every time she was throwing it up there she's catching them so that's what i was wanting to see every time she throwed it in she was bringing one in <laughs> but uh you know, I we enjoyed our trip, but uh, you know it's been on my heart to, you know, with Jeffers everything that he's going through, and um, we're praying for you, buddy. He might not like me after he gets get gets out and <laughs> gets better. I've been texting his his uh, friend, his special friend. Yeah, and that's a woman of God right there, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Um, that, that'll be a story, um, for the podcast later though. I I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, it's something that I shared with her, you know, when, uh, we were texting back and forth, you know, and it, it went right along with what, what she was saying. And, you know, he, it was just a lesson that I learned. I think it was Thursday morning that I went to work and I wasn't, I wasn't upbeat. I was kind of down and out, beat down a little bit, and I was praying for him and praying for Corey, um, our other buddy that's going through some stuff. And just out of the blue, uh, Mike Mercer calls me and and just shares with me and, and gives me some encouragement. You know, just sing you a little tune or listen to a song, and <laughs> it wasn't two minutes after I hung up with him. Old Jamie Bell or Jeff shared something on Telegram, and it was yeah, it was right on time. So um, it picked me back up and helped me keep going. But that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today was God sends people to us when we need them, um, and we got to be courageous enough and bold enough to do what He tells us to do in that instant for somebody else. So. You know, what you got on that, Dave? True. <laughs> that was always one of my favorite answers in school. When, because if it's true or false, you got 50% chance of being right. And if we were in math and they asked you that a question, I'd always say four. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know why. I was never right in math. But uh, I, I, I remember um, everything you said I, I agree with. God 
God's timing's perfect, and He knows what what we need. If 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 we're not stubborn and we pay attention to what He's sending us, He He's always sending us the answer. Yeah. Um, sometimes, so we miss it. You know, sometimes we we want to be smart and figure it out on our own, but the truth is, He wants us to depend on Him, and He will send us everything we need. Um, I asked y'all when we first, I don't know if it was the first podcast I brought the tobacco in. Yeah. I asked y'all if y'all trusted me. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm going to ask y'all that again tonight. We, we got a little exercise that, um, I, first of all, what, what I'm going to give you, you're going to eat. All right. Slowly. I don't want you to just chow down. Okay. Cause I don't want you to get hurt. Um, can I guess before? No. No guessing. No guessing before. Um, because it's one of them things that's going to take you back. It's that's going to right. take you straight back. And I, and I want, I want y'all you know, to tell everybody what it is once you do it. But you're going to have to keep your eyes closed. It's coming out of my pocket. I know out of my hand. It's nasty. You will not care when it gets in your mouth. Okay? But I won't hurt you. You know that. You know I will not hurt you. Sitting on the planter. You're listen. <laughs> All right, Keith, you trust me? Yeah. All right, I'm going to hand you something. Michael's already peeking. I know. It. Well, you're going to close your eyes, too, because I, <laughs> I want you to describe it whenever. You know, there's more than one reason I want to keep your eyes off of it. That's Keith biting into it. That's Michael biting into it. I him. could definitely use some salt. <laughs> we like salt. Just as it. I. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yep. He's got the best look I on thought. his face. The best look. Because we all love sour things. Yep. All right, what is it, Michael? It's a plum. It's a plum. What color is it? It's green. Green. <laughs> I ain't even looked at it still. It's green. <laughs> the green plum. Yeah, we used to run over there and grab them <laughs> quick as we could. And, and eat them. Yeah. And eat them and eat them. Our grandpa used to get on to us and say, if y'all eat them while they're green, they're never going to be ripe. <laughs> and we didn't care because we'd rather eat them green we, than ripe. <laughs> that was the thing that, that Grandpa didn't understand. We would rather eat them when they're green. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it takes me back to the, like I said, the planter. Riding the planters, <laughs> plant, mm. setting out backer. Um, I didn't get to sit on the seat as much. That was, I was more of the the follower in that mm-hmm. aspect because there wasn't but two seats and that was you and Julie used to. No, that's four. Well. There's two rows. Two, two seats r- per row. Right. I didn't ever. I made it to the planting <laughs> seat a couple of times, but I didn't, I didn't survive at that. <laughs> there were some of us that was, that were kind of like what I say about Liz Ann. If they ever put her on the mound in softball, I'm leaving because somebody's going to get hurt. Um, There were some of us that we were better off doing something else than sitting on the seat. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, and, and, and that goes for today. I see it as much today. What we've got to do is learn and be trusting. Like, you know, um, David asked us to trust him and, and, and we do. Um, but we've got to be trusting that God's got us where he knows we need to be 
even when we don't feel comfortable. That's right. Yep, I'm going to eat my... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've just been through some things, and um, I was listening listening to a guy give a message, you know, one day this week, trying to get my get my boost again since I since I missed last Sunday. But uh Second Corinthians five twenty one, for he hath made him to be sin for us. Now that what that says is God give every sin that we ever committed or that we were ever going to commit. And he lived a perfect life. But the rest of the verse says, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteous or may be made the righteousness of God. And he giving all the sin. He died for our sins. And we didn't have to endure any of the that he did. He took every bit of that for us. And I know we've talked about this. You know, Jesus died for us by that on our Easter special. But, uh, you know, it just, it doesn't hurt to remind, you know, it doesn't hurt to remind us what, what kind of stuff he went through for us. There's Peanut. Hey, you want to come be on the show, Pierce? <laughs> you want to come give your testimony? <laughs> but uh, it goes on, you know, I, I read it, I read 21 first, but I want to go back to 17 through 20. That therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath re- reconciled us to himself by Jesus, and hath given us the ministry of reconciliation to it, that God was in Christ, reconcil- reconciling the world unto himself. Not in, not inputting their trespasses into them, and hath committed unto us the world, or the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. I read all of that to say that we're supposed to be ambassadors. We're we're supposed to go promote Jesus Christ. And that goes back to what we were talking about. God sends people to us when we need them. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going out each day, and we're listening to the Holy Spirit that's within us, which is God, Jesus. Being that ambassador, our vessel goes out, and we have to do what he tells us to or we can't move on to the next project that he has for us. So don't be scared. Be bold and go forth and do what he, he's asking of you. Yeah. What, if somebody's, what if somebody's sitting back thinking, what, how do I do that? How, how do I take that step and be bold? What, what is it that, I don't know, because I, I hear a lot of times people they want God to use, them, right? They they want to do something, all right, but they don't they don't know what to do, and and they're you, you see it all the time. You hear it from Christians all the time. They say, I, I want to do a work for God. God used me, but and 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 you say, well, 
they're just waiting, right? You, you that's, say, well, that's why? a common answer, yeah. Just I'm waiting, waiting on it, right? Well, I, I say they're missing. I, 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 you know, it's people want to do the big, great thing, you know, and and, and they won't do the little thing. God's not going to jump out there and, and say, hey, I want you to save 5,000 souls for me, right? He might. Hey, hey, and if he does, awesome. But more than likely, he's going to call you to go say something nice to somebody, and it won't be somebody that you like. It's going to be somebody that gets on your nerves. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a test. And if you're not willing to take that step and love recklessly like he loves, then he can't use you to do anything else, right? That, that's... If you can't get that one, how are you going to get that 5,000? And there's so many people say, I wish he would use me. And I, I say, well, Jesus is probably waiting on you to take the to, step, to listen to him. And, and that's the thing. I want, I want David to listen to what God's telling him. I, I'll give you really quick. There's a, a meeting that's going to happen talking about our, our libraries. And a friend of mine is on the list. To, to speak, you had to put your name in, and it's a process, right? They gave him a minute. He's got one minute. And I was thinking, obviously, they don't want to hear what he's got to say, so they gave him one minute. And I was thinking to myself, well, what can you say inside of a minute that that's going to change people's minds, right? And I prayed about it. I, I, said, I said, Jesus, what, what would somebody say? And and the answer came back, I love you. you. You see, what's going to turn somebody's heart? What's going to wake somebody up that's lost? Nothing but love. Nothing. You're not going to out-talk them. You're not going to come up with something out of the encyclopedia to change their mind. You can love them. And that, my friend, is what makes a difference. Well, he said, I love you. That's way I took that from you, Jesus yeah. is love. Mm-hmm. So our God is love. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna share this because this is what sparked a conversation Wednesday night, along with that conversation. A well-known pastor posted this comment: "If God is love, you are loved. If God is capable, you are capable. If God is forgiving, you." are forgiven and then he said you are made in the image of god so what he is you are now somebody else i've never heard of came back and refuted the statement and said that it's all based on our faith in christ our capabilities rely on god's strength not our inherent nature It's vital to approach our relationship with God with humility, recognizing our limitations and dependence on His grace. Okay, to me, I can't even understand where he's coming from from reading the first statement. He's not saying he is God. He's not putting himself on the same level as God. But what he's saying is what God told us in the Scripture. He All he's doing is reciting what the Word says. And a pastor is coming against him. And and what I'm getting from that is, is along the same lines as what David's saying. How 
in the times we're living in, people are arguing with the word from the scriptures and putting it on a man. Now, a lot of the responses were due to because of the name that was beside the original statement. Yeah, you know, it was a, it, a well-known. And, and, and it's, it's that we're picking sides, I guess you would say. And, and the problem is we have all these sides inside what we call the church. And instead of saying, I'm going to love like Christ loved, that, you know, you can't. Well, here before, before that, before Wednesday night, right? I responded to somebody else on that same. See, I didn't know that. No, and right, I I didn't didn't make it known that I had, but I did. And what I said was, context, Christians. The Holy Spirit is within us. Pray for discernment before attacking another Christian because your teacher, preacher, something different. These folks need to get further into the word and remember God is love. Right. That was my response and didn't know we were going to have a discussion about it Wednesday night. So we couldn't have known that. (laughs) My wife walked up to me when I sat down to eat and showed me the the string you know and 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 that's where i feel like context um how do we well you've got to be willing to stand up yep and and say the unpopular well guess what if it's in a library meeting saying i love you because christ loved me that's the unpopular thing to say right now yeah but going back to that meeting that David was talking about, that meeting shouldn't even be happening. No. <laughs> because it shouldn't have made it past the first meeting that it went through, uh, or the first group of people, because they're weak. Um, they they passed the decision to somebody else, to, and it was, they're a bunch of liberals. The, the thing is, liberal or conservative, I mean, I, it's funny, I, I, I'm... I see myself as a a biblican, a far right wing nut. Okay, <laughs> I'm a radical. He's a wing nut. Okay, um, but the truth in that is, people like myself and others that think the way I do, they they think that these groups they know more about it than I do, right? You think, um. I'm trying I'm trying to say it without saying it, and then Michael's trying to get his microphone. Say it. Um, no. Be bold. Hmm. <laughs> folks like us need to wake up, and folks like us need to pay attention because any of these boards that are appointed by boards that are elected, and if the people that we are electing are appointing people, we need to call them out on the mat. We don't need to... Oh, well, I mean, I guess they were pretty good. You know, they, they were in education for 30 years, so they must know what they're talking about. No. Wrong. That's right. Wrong. Wrong. Come on. When they're wrong, we need to say you're wrong. Yeah. And and it's got to the point where our children are under attack, and right or wrong, uh, um, they're under attack, and we need to stand up, and we do need 
we do need to call these people that we do elect. We do need to let them know, hey, yeah. you appointed them, and I will be voting the next time it goes around. Yep. And some people need to stand up and say, hey, you're so wrong that I'll run against you. Yep. And, and I mean, this happened before. Um, With the school board, yeah. Well, I mean, in, in matters. <laughs> that, you know, and, and, and people need to do that. People need to say, hey, that's wrong. I guess that's so wrong that I'm going to try to do something about it. Nothing's going to happen if, if you don't do anything, okay? Things will happen if you stand up and say, no, no, not in our community, not not here. But our community's under attack just like everybody else's community around the world. Yep. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is under attack. Yeah, I, see I, that. I said that on our podcast two or three back, that no other religion's under attack like like Jesus is under attack. They they prop up other religions. They they say, oh, they've got the right. But when it comes to Jesus Christ, that's the only one that put, they, they, you say, put the fear of God in them. Well, yeah, I, that's the truth. And, yeah. and, and why is that? Because they know that Jesus is the only one. Yeah. All the other religions are fake. They're fake. Yeah. Their leader's dead. Jesus Christ is coming back. Yeah. Whether they like it or not, and he's coming back. And they're going to have to answer to him. Yeah. And, and that's why, I mean, you think about it, and, and then there's going to be, you know, if you're an atheist out there and, and you're you're leaning back in your chair right now and you're you're saying, I don't see that. And I, okay, well, prove to me that I'm wrong. You tell me another religion that's under attack like Christianity is right now. Christianity's under attack by Christians. That's yeah. what y'all were just talking about. Exactly. Absolutely. Christians calling out Christians on on social media. I'm smarter than you. No, you're smarter than my pastor. No, no, it, that none of that matters. That's right. None of it. It's noise. Love. That's it. Is what matters. Yeah. Okay. These churches, these pastors, they need to wake up, get together. That's right. Well, Jesus is coming back, like it or not. You know, and here's the thing. If I'm wrong, I've seen this before somewhere. If I'm wrong, big deal. Okay. But if you're wrong, you're going to hell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot at stake there. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And and that's where I have been, I guess, that's that's been my thought behind all of this is, if I'm wrong, big deal. But if... If you're wrong, you have eternal life to pay for your decision. Yeah. And, and, and that's what they're trying to sugarcoat nowadays. Right. They're, trying to, they're trying to gloss over that. They're trying to say, oh, well, you know, you can just live a good life and you're going to go to heaven. Wrong. wrong. The Bible don't say that. No. Not at all. Hosea 4, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected not. I will also reject thee. Thou shalt be no priest to me seeing thou hast has forgotten the law of thy god i will also for so he not only are you making it rough on yourself he's gonna forget your children too but what he's talking about knowledge there is the scripture the scripture nothing else nothing else and and that's where we you know we've sugarcoated it, like David said, over the years, and we've gotten to a situation now where what's important, 
well, you need to do this, you need to do that. You need to learn the Scripture. Truth. You need to learn the Scripture because that's the only truth that you can stand on and say, I'm saying this because the Word says it, because God said it, not because of me. Everything else, anything else we look at, and and, and if y'all could only know half of some of the discussions we have, we don't even bring them on the air because we disagree on areas. <laughs> but But the thing about it is, right now we're in a situation where nothing that has man's finger on it can be trusted. Correct. And the the reason why, well, if you bring to me a video, you bring to me audio, you bring to me print that says such and such happened, this time pictures, it can be completely false. That's right. You know, they can't even hold copyright infringement now because... AI can produce audio that can fool anybody with about three seconds worth of data. Songs can be made. All you got to do is, well, used to, you'd type in the words. Now there's AI that can, you can say, go to this artist. I want the song made. It would type it up. Then you could put those words into a generator and it could produce the music that would go along with it, and and it could fool, and and so we can't use anything but the scripture to stand on to stand on as a as a definite firm foundation. That's it, and and so you know, okay, we're talking about local politics. We're talking about whatever. Here's the thing. It all comes back to, I'm not even going to call it religion. I'm talking about scriptural text. If we can't support it with the scripture. Got to deny it. We got to deny it. We got to be against it. And, and, and that's not saying, you know, the big, one of the biggest lies that, that the church has embraced is separating our our. Christian values from politics because it's given politics a get out of jail free card and they've they've run wild with it and the church has sat back and said well we can't get into those matters well you better or else you're on the losing end of your value structure And, and God's made it clear what our value structure is in the word and we have to take ownership of that and and believe, hey, you know, it, it's kind of like I tell Liz and a lot of times you may not be heard. You're, you're, you standing up may not be recognized. But if you don't do it, there's no chance. If you do do it, it's, it's out of your hands. And, and where are you going to fall, you know? Which group are you going to fall in? One's sitting back waiting on something to just so, I mean, just so happen to work out or you going to be on the pushing to make change? Well, David asked a question earlier, how 
what can a person do to be bold, to to step out, to make a decision? Well, once you're saved, that Holy Spirit comes in. Yeah. And let me see if I can describe this. He's not just going audibly audibly tell you to do something. Mm-hmm. It's it's you make a decision to go do it. If if you come up or if you have an idea to go do something, that's pretty much the Holy Spirit coming through, saying, "Go this way." Um, if it doesn't go against the Word of God, if it doesn't right exactly, yeah. if it doesn't go against the Word right. I mean, if we're ignorant to the Word of God, we really don't understand what it is that our Spirit is telling us. Right. So we have to we have to stay in the Word to understand it, to become closer to yeah. understanding exactly what our Spirit is trying to get us to do. But we got to be bold enough to go ahead and do it. Yeah. So that was my answer to what David was asking yeah. earlier. <laughs> And a lot of times we have this perception that God's sitting up in heaven with a whipping stick waiting on us to mess up. No, he's right here in our belly. Right. And and a lot of times what he's wanting us to do is mess up in the sense that. To make us stronger. To build us, to, yeah. to show us, um, you know, a good parent allows a child to learn Thanks. through the mistakes with correction correct yeah you know um that's why i my mama corrected me a lot i think we all got correct and 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 why did they because grandma and grandpa corrected them and so you know david the the answer to david's question for me is being willing for me to to look to fall, to the willingness to be vulnerable. And, and, and when I'm willing to do that, you know, I was willing to step into the role as a pastor. I, I probably wasn't ready. Um, you know, daddy was ready to retire. I probably wasn't ready. And now here it is uh, 13, almost 14 years later, and... I'm still here, um, you know, but God's grown me. But if I hadn't have been willing, even when I wasn't ready. So don't ever think you're going to get ready enough for God to use you. Just be willing to be used. And when you when you start having that mindset that, that I don't have anything to prove, I don't have to get to a certain goal, um, you know, there's no education level I've got to attain. There's all of these things that the world puts on us. That's not what God's asking. He's just saying, are you willing? Are you willing? You know, when when Jesus was out on the water walking, Peter stepped out of the boat, you know, and and he was walking on the water. When he realized there were waves crashing around him and he looked down at the water and he's standing on it, that's when he began to sink. His eyes weren't on Christ anymore. They were on the noise around him. And and that's where we got to get, you know, what's big? I, I, me, David, Michael can't give you an answer of what's big to do. He's just wanting you to be willing. Steps. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I, you know, we had a lot of weather this week. 
A lot of a lot of storms coming in. Usually it's the first of the end of March, first of April. But this year's been strange as the still April. It got me thinking there was a hailstorm that come through, and I remember when we grew tobacco. That was a big fear of our grandfather was hailstorms mm-hmm. because the tobacco leaf is big, wide, broad leaf, and if hail I mean, hell will kill tobacco out, <laughs> kill it graveyard dead. But worse than that, it can destroy it, just shred it. And once it's shredded, it, it, it's not any good. So that, I can remember, it seemed like it hailed a lot more when we were little. I, I don't, I mean, it was just something people talked about a lot more. I haven't actually seen hell in a long time. But one time we, we were in Uncle Walt's field, and that was, the field that was in between Uncle Walt's place and our great-grandma's house. That's what we called Uncle Walt's field. And I, I'm guessing we were picking tobacco. Um, but the storms, they we, you could see them coming from a long ways off. And I remember most of the tobacco hands had left the field. And only there was only three of us hard-headed ones that stayed. And, and me, it was me and Uncle Terry and... I don't know if it was Jamie or Keith Bowen. I can't remember. Maybe Jamie will come on one day and tell me if it was him. But And it was probably me and Jamie because, y'all, driving the tractor to us was the, the biggest thing that we could do in our life. It We wanted to be that guy. We wanted to be the one driving the tractor. And when we would leave the field, we would we would calculate, we would watch. Okay, he's driving the truck. They're going to drive the picker. No, we're going to leave the picker here. No, we're going to take that truck over there. Oh, wait a minute. We got the extra tractor. We got the extra tractor, right? We got to get the other. All right. So then, I mean, we were paying attention, but we did that. I don't know why. That's just what we did. Yeah. Scheming. Yeah. yeah. Because, like I said, you, the biggest thrill in your life was driving that tractor back home. <laughs> that was it. And it made you feel like you were as big as your grandpa. And I'm sure it would be right for me and Jamie to be plotting to fight over who's going to drive the <laughs> tractor. But anyway, it ended up being me and Uncle Terry and probably Jamie. Where everybody else had left because Uncle Terry was bad about everybody would leave the field and he would find something else to do. Well, we, we could almost leave, but we got, let me do this, let me do that. Anyway, we waited too late, <laughs> and the storm hit us about halfway, and it, it started raining, lightning popping everywhere, and the hail started hitting us when we were coming down the pond road, and I just remember it was the awfulest beating I ever took in my life, <laughs> and we were just ha- hugging, hanging on to Uncle Terry. He was driving the tractor, and we were just getting as close as we could to Uncle Terry so he could shelter us from that hail storm. <laughs> and once we got up to our trailer, we just bailed off and scattered and went and hid everywhere. But I don't know, it's just something about them days, you know, eating them plums and remembering those those days of that that hailstorm and God was watching us, right? Mm-hmm. Just like our big Uncle Terry was sitting there sheltering us from the hailstorms, our God does the same thing. Yeah. And I don't know, just something I was remembering this week and thought well, I'd tell you about it. Well, I got I got one of those things. Um, while I'm out here mowing the grass, 
and it happens quite often that the clouds roll in but with me praising and worship and listening to the music while I'm doing this and singing and the sprinkles come down but the rain don't start till I park the lawnmower over at the house he allows me to finish this before he lets it rain yeah. on us and I, I pay close attention to that I mean it was supposed to have been raining at four o'clock one day it's it's six o'clock and he's letting me still finish what I got to do but he protects us you're right he watches out for it and, and how can we question him you know why do we need to question him he's wanting to show us that he's got our our interest our our thoughts and you know i I think about that it timing you know the storms um preparation a lot of times the reason uncle terry stayed in the field and like david was saying he was making sure everything was ready for the next day you know um and on a farm the work's never done um but you have to find a a quitting time it's so called a knocking off time. Knocking off time. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and talking about driving the tractor, see, because I was so much younger, Grandpa taught me how to drive the tractor at a young age. Well, you know, I almost threw Grandpa off the tractor. There were a couple of times. One, when he was teaching me how, he said, let off the clutch. I let off the clutch. And it, that 135 catwalked i mean it it stood up grandpa standing there i didn't tell you to let off that quick and then another time i was we were doing something over here behind the house and we hit a stump with him standing on it well that 135 stopped dead and he stayed on it you know uh holding on but i was driving it um but but grandpa was willing he knew that i guess this is he knew the dangers, um, but he didn't prevent us from learning because he already knew the dangers. And, and that's where a lot of times in, in our walk, it's almost like we expect God to just remove us from the dangers. And, and what he's telling us is, I will see you through the danger. So, what well, you got? I mean, I just got more on the spirit. <laughs> These notes that I had, they, I just, we got to, we got to trust the spirit more. Yeah. In us. Your spirit is where, you know, your changes make. We have to build up, build up our, the, the spirit, when you're saved, the spirit is whole. It's complete. Your soul might not be complete and your cool being might not be complete, but your spirit is complete because that is Christ. Yeah. Within you. So. Romans 12, 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transfer, transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Y'all have to excuse my reading, but these, it's time to go back to the eye doctor. <laughs> these glasses. I know. I, 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 if I read, I... I'm not used to reading right. what it is. But well, at work, I have a Tammy and a Randy and a Dana and a Deanna and several others that they read it for me and they tell me what what I need to know. 
and I've gotten lazy. That's what it. That's what. That's the truth. Yeah, I'm lazy. Okay, I said it. I'm lazy. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it keeps going on. I, I've got several verses here: Hebrews four twelve, First Corinthians two sixteen. Um, go in there and, and and read. You know, learn about your spirit. It is your weapon. It is what we are to use to help us survive. Yeah. Well, and I, I, when you're talking about feeling, um, you're 100% correct biblically on what I see is when you are born again, you're full. Mm-hmm. What we, I, I mean, we sing songs inaccurately, fill me up, fill me up, you know, every time we come in. And what God's telling us is I've already done it. Yeah. I, I've done it walk in it you know um but it's because again the 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 enemy has the counterfeit right and he he plants these seeds in us that cause us to think differently than what god's intention was with it and 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 with that the holy spirit when when you're born again, you've got all the Holy Spirit you're ever gonna get. Right. You're not gonna come into a church service and he he just fills you up. What you do is you come into the church service and you shuck off your man suit yeah. to where you're in communion with the Holy Spirit in a manner in which your natural man senses more of it feels it yeah but but god's given you all because it it, it's all or nothing and and that's what is encouraging to me is that god's got the plan he's got it perfected and what we've got to do is walk in it in the perfect will that he's created for us get off of me devil yeah just all through the day. Yeah. Got to tell him, get off of me. There's no room here. And that was something I was having to practice Thursday. And that was a good message from old buddy. <laughs> yeah. We all do. There, there's days, everybody has them. Yeah. You know, nobody walks perfect line. That that's, There's always going to be trials and tribulations. And there's always going to be... You know, you want to go to the doctor, he'll tell you, hey, you've got a condition, you know. That's right. He's bipolar. No, <laughs> no every, not necessarily. That's what I'm saying. That is, everybody has good days and bad days, and when you're having bad days, you call on Jesus, and he'll help you. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> I do. just said that he did Thursday. Yeah. Get off of me, devil. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> And and be ready to help somebody else. That's right. Step up and help somebody else. Or and not just the people you like. No, that, no that's no, gonna no. be the thing, right? That's right. I mean, it's it, yeah. Uh, you say you, you test us. Test what we're saying this week. Say Jesus, who who do I need to speak to? He's gonna tell you, and it's gonna be somebody. You're gonna be like, no, not them. Well, <laughs> not it might even be somebody you ain't never even met before. Could be. So, but you're still gonna go. No, not Neil. I mean, we had a flat-out atheist 
that had all the scientific proof mm -hmm. that he thought to prove that he didn't need to be a Christian. Right. Working with us. Up. He's in church mm -hmm. now. Two weeks now. He's been in church. Because to be an atheist on some level. You've got to believe. You've got to believe in God, right? <laughs> right. Or right. else. But or he, else you don't have anything that you. Yeah. He he met the. Kinda, he's going to a, a local church and, and, and they did real, real good to, you know, really plant that seed and, yeah. and water it. And let me tell you right now, he's inviting everybody he comes in contact with to go. Yeah. That's what kind of God we're working for. Right. We just got to be willing to step out there because he'll make the change once you plant the seed nowadays. Right. Because it is, we're in the last days. It's the harvest. Let's, yeah. let's get as many as we can. That's and and whether they come to your church or not. Right. That That's, that's where I'm at right now is with us. It, we got to be helping one another. Yep. And 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 praying over these situations, and I'm just believing that whatever God's wanting to do, He's going to do it and encourage it in other ministries. Well, it was a, the only way I know that He was that He's going to church now is because when I first started there, it was you know. I couldn't stand to be in the same room with him yeah. with the, the vulgar language and, and everything. So it was just, you know, it was disheartening for me. And I said something to him away from everybody else. And, you know, it just, you know, it, it was felt good to know. Don't, and I'll go back to say he went. The only reason I know that he is in church now is because there was a, another girl that I was talking to that was having some problems and I convinced her to start praying about these problems and seeing things spiritually. Yeah. And she went to church and run into this guy. And she's the one that let me know whatever you said to him, <laughs> it worked because he's in church. Yeah. And I've heard it with my own ears now in that little break room in there. He, he's inviting people. And he's strong. <laughs> and is that vulgar language there? It's not. See, and that's what we got to be. We got to be more concerned with how God's working with somebody than being concerned about what they're outward. Right. You know, well, um, we're going to Don't try it. to come to Jesus uh, perfect. Right. Don't come to him perfect. Because you ain't ever going to get it. No. Come <laughs> to him with your problems and he'll change you from the inside out. Yeah. And I'm living proof. Yeah. I, and and, and I've we all seen are. all kind of proof. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially out there where I'm working now. There's all kind of proof. Yeah. And that's what that's, that's why we're here. Um, and if you question that, well, I'm just here. No. <laughs> God's got a plan. That's right. And And when you find... When you're able to take that one step, yep. he will you will be notified of it that something around the around somewhere around the way, yeah. you're gonna find out that what you did, the seed you planted, got watered, sprouted, and is producing. That's it. So don't be scared to do it. Right. 
and he'll he'll put you into another role fairly quickly. Yeah. So, and it's awesome to to witness it. Amen. <laughs> David, what time is it? Time to wrap it up. <laughs> well, let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for your word that we can trust it, we can rely in it, and we can take it to the bank. Um, we just pray that you would continue to show us, to guide us, and prepare us for where you want us to be, and that we don't let others persuade us different. I just thank you for the opportunities that we have and that you'll keep granting us those opportunities to um, see where we fit into your picture. And we ask you to keep us safe, keep us healthy, so we can be productive as we go out this week. In your son's name, Jesus, amen. Amen. Knocking off time.